Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Principal Liner Notes podcast. This is Sean Gaylord here with Christina Collins. We have just had an enjoyable pre-podcast conversation. We, we, we've covered a lot of ground, and, and we're going to continue to cover some ground here in, in just a second. And just a special 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 message to, to our fit leaders friends out there and our friends out there that are working out. Uh, this this podcast is 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 for you as well because Christina is man she's a marathoner ball player uh, PE teacher very passionate about movement and exercise and we're going to be talking about that and uh, and 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 Coach Collins should should we and any any motivational things right now before we get going. The first and foremost would be if you are working out, make sure you drink water. And second, of course, it's going to be never stop moving. That's right. Never stop moving, which again is a, is a perfect segue to to your movement, to your organization. Never stop moving 365 or NSM 365. Christina, thank you for being here on the podcast. Thank you for having me. I'm super excited. So never never stop moving, um, which is is self explanatory in 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 the words itself. But there's so much more to it. There's so much more to 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 it than than just hey don't stop moving but I, I i'd love for you to maybe explain the the origin of of this movement and the why behind it sure so the actual title of our organization never stop moving 365 is about exercise but it's really about doing something every day to move yourself closer to your goals that's what the never stop moving is about never stop moving towards your goals and in Never Stop Moving 365, we use fitness and sport and exercise as our vehicle to teach life lessons and to build character education in the youth that we work with to, yes, get them active, but to also develop the certain mindset and mental health and the toolkit that we know youth benefit from, such as grit and perseverance and taking risks and learning from failure. And we do that in a variety of different sport options available and bike riding lessons and swimming and inclusive physical activity, birthday parties and camps. So it's all fun and it's all about just learning about yourself and doing a little bit better each day. Mm. I love I love that elevator speech or or in, in our for our purposes today, treadmill. Uh, speech, right? You know, quick... I'm actually standing on my desk treadmill. I just don't have it on for the sound effect, but I'm on a desk treadmill. All right. Wow. Wow. That's man. That, that's impressive. I, I, I'm getting a great visual here. So, um, so yeah, so you're literally never, you, you never stop moving. That is true. You can just ask my doctorate cohort, uh, colleagues. I'm always on the treadmill for our doctorate classes on zoom. That's so cool, man. That's inspiring. So, so if you're if you're working out right now, um, you know, let's you know maybe maybe increase the the resistance a little bit. Uh, maybe increase the speed and 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 you're moving, you're grooving. Uh, Christina and Sean here, we got your back, and uh, we're we're so glad that you're with us. So, I I know in in looking at your 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 bio and and um and your formative years, you you've done a host of athletic things and, uh, and, and, and your record is, is impressive and, and inspiring. And, and, and it seems like those things led you to the, the, the path of becoming a physical education teacher. So, so what, what was that? Was there a teacher that inspired you? Was there a moment 
in your formative years that compelled you to to make this noble leap to teaching physical education to to our youth in the schoolhouse? Yes, absolutely. I'm here today as a health and physical education teacher for the last dozen years because I was so impacted so incredibly positively by my phys ed teacher, Mark Finnegan, going through my hometown school district in Westchester, New York, and the impact he had on me and how he taught me that toolkit. And I know for a fact, I have the foundation of that character in the grit, the perseverance, the leadership communication from him. I wanted to give that to other kids. And so I studied to be a health and phys ed teacher. Um, he was also my volleyball coach and mentored me to make sure that I was able to play volleyball in college, um, which I was through his leadership. And so I knew that I wanted to have that same impact on other kids the way that he had it on me. Wow. It, it does go to show again when I've had different guests uh, on this podcast, Christina, that it really is, I mean, that that one teacher um, that that can make a, an impact and can change the world. And um, and I and I just love hearing those, those kind of teacher impact stories, uh, because that one person has has been that catalyst for you to to basically take this leap to this movement of, of never stop moving three, six, five. Yeah. And from that, it, you know, he has been the catalyst for me to develop this to then get thousands of other kids active in such a safe and nurturing, inclusive environment. And it really comes from him. So I know we have so many teachers listening and whether you're working out or not, I encourage you on the toughest days to remember that who are you? Which kid are, is going to be on a podcast talking about you and the impact that you had? And I encourage you um, to write a little note in your own words about that and put it on your computer screen at your work, you know, or on your keyboard or somewhere on your teacher desk, maybe by your water bottle, um, that you'll see that it'll remind you and it will just change the delivery of the instruction and the content that we have, because that's why we became teachers and it, and it keeps our why very close to our heart and our mouth. It's beautifully stated. I know that there's more to you than, than just teaching in isolation in a gym or on a track and a field and, and a big part of your why and your passion for never stop moving 365 is to, is to kind of take some of the mindset of, of, of physical education and then to integrate that into, into the schoolhouse, into the main building, into the classroom. So I'd, I'd, I'd love to kind of hear your why and your motivation uh, and your dream uh, for, for NSM 365 beyond just being, Hey, it's, Hey, here we are in the gym. There's, there's much more to that, right? Yeah. So we do provide all in-home services. We know that students, uh, can shy away and be a little bit more reserved in our gymnasiums because no matter how great of health and phys ed teachers we are, their peers are present and it is a performance-based class. So we do see that students shine and thrive so much more in the comfort of their own backyard or a town park um, with a classmate that only they chose or a sibling or even just by themselves. Um, as far as integrating movement into the classroom, my ultimate dream and why I'm pursuing my doctorate degree is to get a classroom movement mandate. Currently, only one state has it, Colorado. 
Um, they have a movement mandate for classroom for elementary schools. And the reason why I'm so passionate about it is phys ed is just not enough. I love what all of us health and phys ed teachers are doing, but in the state where I am, New York, we only are required to present 120 minutes. And we know from the CDC, the recommendation is an hour a day for kids to be active. That would be 360 minutes Monday through Friday. And all we are required to provide is one third of that. Mm. We would not want 33% on any kind of state or federal test, right? So why are we okay with that being what we present as the amount of movement opportunities in school? We know that students spend the majority of their waking hours and daylight hours in schools. Thus, schools are the logistical and the practical place for movement opportunities to be provided, and they're not. Recess, when you went to school, Sean, was probably an hour. When I went, it's 40 it was 40 minutes, and now it's down to 20 minutes. That's if your class got out on time from the lunchroom, mm -hmm. and that 20 minutes includes the whistle to line up. So we know from research, they're really only running around for our, on average around 13 minutes, significantly down from when what schools looked like, you know, just decades ago. So all of this to say phys ed and recess isn't mandated either is not enough for how much movement our youth truly need to be healthy and well. So what are some kind of first small accessible steps that a classroom teacher can do to implement movement in into the classroom because again the, the, the teachers who are who are tuning in and 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 I I serve as a principal so I support teachers I'm I'm married to a teacher the the thing that 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 I always kind of hear is is time is being a barrier hey i've hey listen i, I christina I'm, I'm i agree with you movement da, 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 da. but hey i gotta get to quadratic equations by thursday or man that's wonderful but i've got a tech you know we've got a um progress monitoring uh test and we've got to read chapter five by thursday or else so you know those those concerns are legitimate uh but but how can how can a teacher overcome that uh, for those who are listening and thinking, well, yeah, that's great. That's wonderful. I don't have time. Absolutely. The plates are heaping full and the, the stakes and the pressure can be high, but incorporating it into your learning routine of your classroom, as simple as when you know the answer to the question, stand up and balance on one foot. You don't just have to raise your hand mm -hmm. to notify the teacher that you know the answer. There are ways to help students get out of their head and drop into their body. It will help our students also come out of any kind of stress response they might be in, in their body. Nothing, the class might not be stressful in the current present, but the child's mind might be in the past replaying things that are generating emotions of remorse or regret. The child sitting in front of you while compliant, looking at your PowerPoint or your screen, might be traveling in their mind, the future, having anxiety, anxious things coming up after school, the weekend. And so that child had so many other factors. We want to get them into their body and movement is a great way to do that. It will help get our students out of the stress response and into the relaxation response so that they, we know this is why active students learn better because they have better recall and they can remember the information better than if they heard it 
while they were in that stress response, they typically can't recall it. Or, and then therefore, right, going up the Bloom's taxonomy, they can't analyze it, right? They can't synthesize, oh, it continues. So movement can be delivered as an instant activity, start a warm up. It can be used in between. So when they're done with one task, threaded before they go to the next task, it can be used in transition. It can be used, as I mentioned, to call on students. It can be part of your lineup routine, how they line up to enter or leave your classroom. Um, it can be incorporated in fun, silly ways, such as when they use the, in order to use the pencil sharpener, they do like five squats or something like that, you know, different things that are happening in your room to take the, um, bathroom pass or something like that. So, you know, the sky's the limit with movement, but it's universally engaging and students need it now more than ever. Wow. That's amazing. From the principal perspective or, or the, the school leader perspective, what would you suggest are some ways to integrate the the mindset of of never stop moving 365 into into the culture of 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 the school any tips or ideas there sure as leaders definitely modeling it so typically leaders have a lot of meetings can your meetings be walking meetings mm. can you display movement and more particularly your value of movement can you have a, a faculty offer a faculty kind of staff walking club or, you know, on Mondays they walk, you know, this is something I instituted at my school that took off and it fostered such a culture of valuing physical activity, but also elevated the social and emotional health of the building um, with I, all schools, you know, can benefit from, from the top down. Right. And uh, professional development on it, of course, to support the teachers who do want the resources and who do want help overcoming the hurdles such as time, um, as well as just, you know, links to play, videos to play, or um, a sounding board for how to deliver the movement simultaneously with the content. So if it's younger kids and it's, you know, you're doing math, three plus three, they can do the answer, they could do six squats for the answer, right? So it can be in between subjects in transition, it can be delivered at the same time. Um, and all of that can be advocated from our school leadership, from taking a good look at our mission statements, right? And the wording we're putting on our district and our school building websites, are we leading with those values? That's uh, that's key, and I love I love how you connected all back to the vision and the mission because because those two things are more than just something we put on a file or put on a shelf someplace. It's got to be living and breathing, and and what better way to to kind of take a look at that through another lens through the lens of 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 movement. When you when you said squat earlier in in your your response, I got I got a little bit of a flashback to my Peloton 30 minute uh, full body workout that I, I mentioned I did yesterday and I'm, I'm a little sore. Those squats did me in, but the, the, that's, that means it's working, right? If I'm a little sore and, you know. Sure. That's the progression <laughs> overload principle. You are improving. And if you are listening to us while you're working out, what can you do right now to have 1% increase in results? Whether it's one more rep, pick up a slightly heavier weight, hold a duration just a little longer, never stop moving towards those goals 1% more. You can do it. We believe in you. And then Absolutely. 
Absolutely. always use that echo back with students. So I tell them something, I say, I believe in you. And they repeat back, I believe in me, right? Because it's about using our education, whatever our content field is to empower children and to intrinsically motivate them. If you're ELA, you want them to want to read, right? It's not about them just watching you read, right? It, how can you instill that thirst for future, right? Lifelong learning. And that's what we do as far as creating physically and healthy, literate individuals for lifelong movement. As you, as you look back on, on never stop moving three, six, five, you know, maybe share a moment where there was a level of success that's visceral, maybe a success story or a quick anecdote that, that kind of for you sums up, Hey, I, I, I believe in this getting back to the word believe. And, and I believe in what I'm doing as, as a founder and owner of, of this organization. What, 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 you know, maybe, maybe two, maybe two stories if you have that. Sure. I mean, uh, on the day to day, it's definitely the client testimonials, the families who reach out to say, you know, we've had parents call us crying that their kids after dinner asked to go for a walk around the neighborhood as a family because they really instill the value and the joy of physical activity. Um, whereas before they would tell us that, you know, they would with but prior to the never Simone 365 coach coming to their house and working with their child, they would just go in the rooms after dinner and be on devices, right? Digital leisure is very alluring to children today. Um, so those are always my favorite. And then as far as recognizing success, it would definitely be um, seeing us in the press uh, in the wall street times and us insider and uh, getting the word out um, that just because the bell rings of school. Team sports are not the only option to get your child moving and never stop moving 365 in the level it's at now, having franchised it to have teach other phys ed teachers how to open it in their area. We can make inclusive physical activity options available. It doesn't require a scoreboard and pressure and stats and a crowd and audience in order to get healthy and fit. And in order to receive those life lessons that sports do teach us. Beautiful. One of the things I noticed in um, in, in some of the pieces of literature I got uh, on you in preparation for our conversation today is, is you listed your your hobbies and 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 all of them. I mean, vegetarian, firefighter, wife, boy, mom times two. And and then you you get into the physical stuff, ultra marathons, half irons, marathons, triathlons, yoga, Pilates, reading, hiking, got you there. And then the last one you listed was smiling. And 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 to me, I mean, for those of you that are listening, I mean, um, Christina from from when I hit play uh, has not stopped smiling. And, 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 and it is, it is contagious. So I, I know that there's probably a purpose or intention behind that, uh, that goes beyond just, um, you know, and it, it is, there's a physical movement and, you know, and, and we're using our muscles, but, but I'd, I'd love for you to kind of connect with us more on, on the importance of smiling and, and that as, as a, as a viable, doable, important physical activity. Yeah. So 
energy is contagious. No, you said it yourself, right? We reflect mirror neurons again. Don't want to bore you with the research from the doctorate, but um, we reflect what we're around and, you know, we can't pour from an empty cup. So I, I'm always smiling because I'm, I literally have an overflowing cup full of joy. I love what I do. I never work a day in my life. And I just, you know, want to teach as many people to take care of your body. It's the only place you have to live. And, you know, it's February 3rd now that we're recording it. And I couldn't think of better timing for this podcast because it's American Heart Association Heart Health Month. That's so right. you yeah. got heart healthy at Planet Fitness. We know we have our listeners getting heart healthy in the gym. And what can you do today to take care of your body? The only place you have to live. Like I always, what I always tell all of our students, you might grow up to be a doctor, a lawyer, a TikToker, a video game designer. This is coming with you. And that's what right. I get to teach you about, right? Your body, your muscles, your bones, your organs, how to take care of it. So yeah, I can be happy when you're the PE teacher. Come on. Yeah, I got you. I got you. And, and for somebody, you know, who is in the autumn, of of his life you know but and i'm just getting started yeah you you're taking this body with you so uh for those of you, i'm turning 54 this year so um it i want to i want to i want to make it to 204 so um we we got we got to take care of take care of the house we got to take care of 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 our core um and speaking of of, of such you know a lot of our educators, a lot of uh, school leaders. I talked, in fact, I, I spoke with uh, our, our last guest on the podcast about this, Evan Whitehead. We talked about imposter syndrome and how a lot of a lot of our educators and school leaders are are plagued by by different things: anxiety, depression, imposter syndrome, uh, compassion fatigue, uh, loneliness fatigue. Uh, you know, all those things. And, 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 and this podcast is also meant to be an invitation to all for those that, that are struggling, that are, that are alone, um, that, that may not have access to, you know, Christina down the hall, uh, or, or I may not be, you know, um, that this person's principal or, 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 or colleague. So for those who are silently struggling, for those who are silently carrying, different things for those who um who struggle to get a smile during the day what advice or or wisdom can can you extend to our friends out there yeah so first and foremost uh get outside you know the the nature um will definitely help with that getting outside looking up at the sky um absolutely also moving you know, you know, I was going to say that. So go for a walk outside on your lunch. It might not be, you know, I get it. We're teachers. We eat while we're doing 10 other things for our students. Maybe that afternoon when they come back in from lunch and recess, but just 10 minutes, give yourself 10 minutes again. Cause we pour from that, that from our cup, right? We can't pour from an empty cup. So I don't even pour from a full cup. I only give you the overflow, Sean, because I want to keep my cup full. I'm selfish like that, right? So I'm always fine because I only want to give from the overflow. Right That's on. why I do a lot to fill my own cup up. So I would recommend going outside a walk, even if it's 10 minutes. Um, and also, as I had alluded to earlier in the podcast, post your why somewhere, you know, don't get too far away. I know um, a lot of times as seasoned and veterans teachers, we tend to see a lot and um, it can possibly get challenging. We're teaching different students than we were even five years ago, even 10 years ago. Um, 
And so technology, right? Just the context in which we now are doing our job is very different than what we probably ever, any of us could have imagined. So staying close to that, why, why did we pursue this degree, this certification um, and this role? And then that lasting impact that we all want to have staying close to that nature movement and your why. Amen. When, when you're not uh, working on uh, the gig of Never Stop Moving 365, what else do you do to fulfill your core and, and to fulfill, keep that cup uh, flowing? So I do love spending time with my sons, of course. They are active by nature. Two boys, age three and six. So they definitely keep me moving even if I wanted to sit down. Um, but I love to... Uh, be in nature. I love to hike and read. I love to do yoga. Um, a lot of it is health-based and um, I love to read. I love to learn. I love to listen to podcasts just like yours on my way to and from work. So I have to tell you, it's such a dream to be on here because I never you know, would have thought that I could have the opportunity to be a, a guest on a show like yours. So I'm very excited. Oh, I'm very, I'm very honored uh, by that, uh, Christina. So, hey, do we, do we have a motivational moment for those that are working out right now? Uh, by me or by you? Or should we play a phys ed favorite, rock, paper, scissor to see who gets yeah. to do it? Rock, paper, rock, scissors, paper, scissors, shoot. Says shoot. Oh, rock, rock, paper, paper scissors, scissors says shoot. shoot. Oh, okay, your turn. All right, paper, paper covers rock. All right, so... Whatever, whatever uh, song that you are listening to right now, uh, whatever that may be, lock into lock into that beat, uh, lock into that groove, and maybe even sing along. That's what I do, you know. So find that groove, find that movement. Whether it's that you're on the three four beat, and then whatever beat that you're on, uh, intensify. Right. So if it's a if it's a one two, you know one two. You know, just intensify whatever that may be, you know, and uh, and then look up and smile because you got this. We believe in you. You got this. You're at that mountain top, big time. Was that was that motivational enough? I, I love it. It was great. It was so great. Sean, I'll give you one guess. What do you think I listen to when I work out? Ooh, ooh, oh, oh. let's see. You know, the safe answer would be taylor swift but but no you you know so I, I mean i'm a beatles guy and you know i you know i know that's not for everybody but who do you listen to i when i work out when i'm training for those ultra marathons until my headphones die i listen to as you would expect the classic sports stadium anthems it just gets in the zone i truly even love while well, i don't participate in competitive athletics now on a team going to watch teams play and and that energy and that vibe and that culture that is always what i'm trying to create in my in my gymnasium as well as in my school and our district by and large but i so I thought you were going to pin me for that too, the sport anthems. No, I wasn't. I wasn't. I was, you know, because yeah, I love how you turned the tables. That was good. That was that was good. Well played, coach. Well played. Well played. Well played. So you know, when we're talking the 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 classic anthems, I mean, as soon as as soon as you said that, I went thunder, You know, I was doing my that was my ACDC. Sorry for all my ACDC fans out there, but uh, you know, Eye of the Tiger. You know. Uh, yes. 
don't stop believing you know those those kinds of tunes that that get us uplifted i'm a you know i i i have a lot of fun making my little workout play mixes on on spotify and so i put on a lot of earth wind and fire stevie wonder led zeppelin you know i'm a classic rock classic soul kind of kind of a person every now and then i'll do i'll do some old school uh hip-hop so but yeah i mean i i'm already hearing like the classic um those classic jams in in my head as 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 as, as you shared that but that was cool you you turned the tables i love that and all the podcasts i listened to i never heard anybody do it to you so i was just waiting well played yeah but coaches keep and you'll have to field, just you'll have to tag in the show notes your play your workout playlist so we could listen I will. There's, there's about, I have like 50 or 60 because, and, and I just enjoy doing that and programming that to like my warm up to a moment in, you know, cause there's always a moment in, in the kind of like yesterday when I was doing that Peloton thing where uh, I hit a low point and, and, and I, you know, I started cursing and, and getting frustrated and, but, but I, I was able to kind of use that energy to get out of that hole that, 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 that I was in. And I think that's so important in, um, in working out, like you're, you're going to hit a pothole, you're going to hit a plateau and it's important to, to kind of push, to push through that. Right. Yeah. And if I could just speak to that for a little bit, that Please. is exactly what we strive through fitness and exercise and sport to create that situation. Cause that situation is where you had the self growth. That developed your character. You had to find internally, nobody could hand it to you. You had to find the will. You had to find the determination. You had to propel yourself, right? You couldn't give up. And no parent can mow down that obstacle for you. I'm sure some teachers on this podcast know what I'm talking about. You had to rise to the occasion yourself by you, for you, all about you. And that is what we try to deliver as health and phys ed teachers in our gymnasium the same way classroom teachers are fostering, right? They're giving different levels of challenges, again, to give the opportunity for that self-growth. And a skill in particular you had to develop while you were cursing out maybe the Peloton instructor, you were engaging in self-talk. And we know from the research, self-talk is such a correlator for learning outcomes how can we be developing self-talk in our students through our lessons? And I use fitness as a way to do it, which is why the echo back is I believe in you. And they say back, I believe in me. So if I see a kid struggling with something, I will say that I believe in them, say, I believe in me and their face will change. Their body language will change and they will persevere. So how can we do that all the time for our students in whatever level or um, subject we teach? I love I love that and and that echoes what we talked about before um before we started um the 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 official conversation here is is when I work out to me that's when I get my best ideas I might get, be getting my best ideas for a problem I'm attempting to solve you know uh, as as a leader as an educator um, or I crack a code on, on something that I'm working on or writing. I'm, I'm, I am working on my second book. Uh, I may, I may crack a code on, on a, um, a thought that's in my head and I'll tweet it out a reflective thought that I, that I have. And I just find so much benefit in, in the actual movement, you know, not all, and again, I'm not, 
trust me, there's no six pack here, maybe a two pack uh, or a one and a half pack. Um, but but I, I I do find that that the the mental benefits, the creative benefits of of movement and working out that I mean, that's really what gets me going. And on top of that, lowering my blood pressure. I'm, 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 I'm achieving, you know, different goals that I have set out at, you know, throughout the day or, or in this, the scope and sequence of the workout. But, but I just find that that movement really ignites creativity and thought for me. It's, it's like, I've, I've got these, the, the cloud is lifted. The veil is lifted in my mind and it's, it's clear. It's much more focused. Sure. I mean, the mental health benefits, right? Like you said, beyond the physical benefits of calories burned and all of that, the mental health benefits of the dopamine, right? Other pleasure neurotransmitters being released, getting you into that flow state to then execute on whatever, whether it's your writing, whether it is right, something you're working through. Exactly. And again, you don't need a team. You don't need the social emotional dynamics of a team to get into that. You do need a phys ed teacher to facilitate the opportunities of movement, but the mental health benefits alone are why I'm so passionate about making inclusive physical activity opportunities available for kids outside of school, because unfortunately in schools, we're not moving enough. Yeah. Five years from now, where do you wish to see your dream for Never Stop Moving 365 be achieved? Five years from now, we will be in all states. We will have Never Stop Moving 365 territories in all states. Phys ed teachers empowering their students so that their communities can have the benefits to uh, of having this available to them outside of school. Wow. That's and you're gonna you're gonna hit that dream. And don't forget our movement mandate. Because I want people to move in school, but I want people to move outside of school too. Movement everywhere, in, out, and in between. You've mentioned a doctorate program, and I know that you you are in the middle of that. And uh, for for those that are listening, I'm sure there's some curiosity about about your doctorate program and what you're studying and what you're researching and and what your dissertation will will be. I'm sure it's gonna it has something to do with movement. Yeah, of course. So I um I'm in an EDD program for educational leadership. I do have a sport business focus to that. Um, as you can imagine, with never set moving 365, I am doing the research to acquire the mandates that I'm lobbying for. So looking at how movement in classrooms is actually a time saver for all my teachers listening. It's not about the five to eight minutes you have to spend on the brain breaks or the movement integration. It's about how much time then that saves you in improved student behavior, increased student engagement, right? So the lessons are that much, they flow that much better. Um, and I am using both at this time, qualitative and quantitative methods to acquire all of the data necessary uh, to get the policy mandates. But a fun fact is I am also trying, cause I couldn't, you can never take on too much, right? I just want to yeah. bite off more than I can chew always. I am also looking at and doing research behind trying to have movement for non-phys ed teachers as part of their teacher prep program so that all educators um, can get resources and experience and knowledge on how to in include movement in their classroom to benefit their students. In ingenious and, and needed. And when do you anticipate uh, completing uh, the doctorate program? 
2026. Okay. I'm going to fast track. I'm going to do it in three years. It's okay. a five-year program. I'm going to try to do it in three years. I have a timeline here, Sean, you know. I know you, you, and, and, and you're going to do it, you know? And, uh, so, so, uh, it's, it, that's right around the corner. It's going to happen. We're going to celebrate, uh, when, when, when you, when you get that whole gig and, and, uh, I just look forward to, to continued success and achievement and inspiration and motivation, Christina. I really thank do. you. And thank you so much for the opportunity to be on here today with you. So how can folks follow you and, and, and connect with you? Yeah, absolutely. We would love it. We're most active on Instagram, neverstopmoving.365. And you can also find us on X and Facebook and LinkedIn, neverstopmoving365. But don't just follow us. Be sure to live out the mission and go get a workout in and have a fantastic day. Oh, wow. Ladies and gentlemen, if if you are not smiling, uh, we want you to smile now. And, and uh, whatever movement you're doing, however small, however large, it's good movement. You're going in that right direction. And uh, again, Christina Collins, thank you so much. Never Stop Moving 365. I will put all of her social uh, platforms in, in the show notes. Please be sure to, to connect and engage with truly an inspiring and motivational force, not only in, in education, but, but for our global community. Thank you, Christina. Thank you. As we sign off here on Principal uh, Liner Notes, don't forget to share with the world your dreams, your visions, your hopes, your ideas, and even your movement, because the world needs you, and you help make the world a better place just like Christina Collins. This is the Principal Liner Notes Podcast. This is Sean Gaylord signing off for now. Cool down, right, Christina? We're cooling down. That's important too. Get, the, get those stretches in, breathe, and, and, and just send out that smile uh, into the world because it's going to be returned back to you, right? Yes. All right. Thanks again. We'll catch you on the flip side. Thank you.